Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Monday, January 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Nissan is pushing ahead with a secret plan to potentially split from Renault. The head of Britain's MI5 thinks the UK can adopt Huawei technology and its 5G network without risking its intelligence relationship with the US. And Panera Bread is looking to cut the amount of meat on its menu. Plus, the FT's Claire Bushy unpacks the deepening crisis at Boeing as its new chief executive takes over today. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Sources tell the FT that the top brass at Nissan are ramping up a secret contingency plan to potentially split from Renault. The Automotive Alliance, which also includes Mitsubishi, had been held together for two decades by Carlos Ghosn. But cracks in the relationship between Nissan and Renault began to form after Mr. Ghosn was arrested in Japan in 2018. Several sources told the FT that Nissan's plans include a total divide between the companies in engineering and manufacturing, and changes to Nissan's board. These plans have been ramped up since Mr. Ghosn's dramatic escape from Japan last month. A split would leave both companies smaller and would probably force Nissan and Renault to find new partners. The industry is dealing with falling sales and rising costs. Meanwhile, Fiat Chrysler and PSA are merging, and Ford and Volkswagen have formed an alliance. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has a decision to make. Should the UK include Huawei in its 5G mobile phone network plans? Mr. Johnson is expected to make the decision this month, and one major thing he'll consider is whether including Huawei will jeopardize Britain's intelligence-sharing relationship with the U.S. But Andrew Parker, the head of MI5, told the FT the U.S.-U.K. partnership is, quote, very close and trusted, and that there's no reason to think the relationship would be affected. But U.S. officials have been pretty vocal about their security concerns with Huawei and other technology from China. For instance, the Trump administration is planning to permanently ground one of its biggest civilian drone programs because the devices have been at least partly made in China. Sources briefed on the plans told the FT there was a risk the drones could be used by Beijing for spying. The U.S. has warned the U.K. if they use Chinese technology, specifically from Huawei, then intelligence sharing could be undermined. Today, Washington is expected to make some last-minute lobbying efforts. Meanwhile, Beijing has been pressuring Mr. Johnson not to jeopardize the Britain-China relationship. And Panera Bread is making some menu changes based on rising demand for meat alternatives. The U.S. Soups to Sandwich chain, which is owned by GAB Holdings, plans to cut their proportion of meat-based items by a third. This, along with plans to introduce more plant-based options, will happen over the next two years. Eating less meat has become a central part of the conversations around food and health. It's also coincided with the rise of brands such as the Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat. While Panera will be making changes, it won't be using these products. But there is a danger to tweaking a menu. Panera Bread Chief Executive Niran Chaudhry told the FT there was a risk of backlash, and so the changes will be managed carefully. Panera recently took its French onion soup off the menu, but said it would return last week after a customer outcry. And here's a story you should know more about. The crisis surrounding Boeing has become even more complicated. 
Late last week, the aircraft maker released 117 pages of internal messages on the 737 MAX plane, which has been involved in two fatal crashes. The email showed employees desperately trying to convince regulators and airlines that pilots would only need a minimal amount of training before flying the MAX. But it didn't stop there. The FT Chicago correspondent Claire Bushy has more on what's going on at Boeing. The content of the emails that were turned over first to federal prosecutors, then to the House and Senate committees that are investigating Boeing, and finally that were released Thursday night to the general public, is disturbing. There are lines. The one that I think is going to be remembered for years into the future is an anonymous Boeing employee said of the 737 MAX, this airplane is designed by clowns who in turn are supervised by monkeys. Another person said, I still haven't been forgiven by God for the covering up I did last year. The reason why these emails are so significant is Boeing has said all along that this is a matter of a few bad apples and safety is the first priority of the company. There is no cultural problem. And these messages kind of blow a hole in that argument. How do these messages affect the timeline for getting the 737 MAX back in the air? The FAA has said that there is no timeline for getting the MAX back in the air and that its actions will be dictated by the facts of the case. However, this could create more pressure in Congress to try to change how the FAA does its regulation. And so that could be a problem in the future for Boeing. Now, Claire, on Friday, we learned that the outgoing CEO, Dennis Muhlenberg, will be receiving a sizable exit package. That was news that surprised many, not the least the families of the crash victims. Well, he has a potential to walk away with $80 million. His actual exit package totals $62.2 million. That comes from vested awards before and after he was CEO and also pensions and deferred compensation. And then he has another $18.5 million in stock options that he's had since 2013. So the victims' families are livid. I spoke with Michael Stumo, whose 24-year-old daughter was killed in Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 in March. And, you know, his point was Muhlenberg was fired for poor performance. And he should be treated like any other production employee who gets fired for poor performance. He should be collecting unemployment. And I also spoke with Zipporah Curia, whose 55-year-old father was killed in the same crash. And she, too, felt like this was indicative of a company culture that prioritized finances and wealth for investors over the safety of people who would actually be flying on the planes. And another major critic of Mr. Muhlenberg's exit package is U.S. presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren. She tweeted about it saying the package is, quote, corruption, plain and simple. Now, Claire, as all of this is going on, the leaked emails, the news of the exit package, we also learned that one of the main suppliers to Boeing will be cutting jobs, clearly showing how Boeing's actions ripple across the supply chain. But getting back to Mr. Muhlenberg's exit, the new CEO is due to start today. What do we know about him? Dave Calhoun has actually been on Boeing's board since 2009. He took over as chairman when Dennis Muhlenberg was demoted from that role. He 
previously worked at GE in their aircraft division. He is not considered as fresh a face as some would like to see, but others think that he has the relevant experience to put the company back on track. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.